A week ago Tuesday, I drove my dad to Atlanta for his cataract surgery that was scheduled for Wednesday morning. Uh, we spent the night in Marietta with my mom's brother Emerson and his wife Alice. We got to their house just in time for the World Series and so we got to watch the Braves together and it was a delightful evening. At some point in the evening, my uncle Emerson began to talk about his great-great-granddaddy who immigrated from Scotland to Ireland uh, to America. And I've been curious about my ancestors for some time, and, and so uh, I, I slid to the edge of my seat and I leaned in so that I could hear my Uncle Emerson more clearly. He said that they, they immigrated from Scotland to Ireland and, and settled uh, southwest of Atlanta uh, on the Chattahoochee uh, on a dairy farm. All growing up, I would hear my granddaddy, Uncle Emerson's dad, talk about uh, his childhood on the dairy farm. And those are really fond memories for me. You know, some of that warm, fuzzy stuff. But then my uncle he dropped a bombshell, like it, it came from way out in left field. I didn't even see it coming. My great-great-granddaddy, who immigrated from Scotland to Ireland to a dairy farm on the Chattahoochee, he owned 50 slaves. There's a list of names the 50 names of the people that the Cochrane clan owned. What am I supposed to do with that kind of legacy? My dad's cataract surgery was successful. So at seven o'clock on a Thursday morning, Dr. Kazarski walked into the tiny examination room uh, where my dad and I were waiting for the uh, after-surgery uh, checkup or morning-after-surgery checkup. Dr. Kazarski um, came into the room and there was a, a younger doctor with him. He wanted uh, this younger doctor, the older surgeon, wanted the younger surgeon to, to have a look into the magnifying machine that they use because uh, my dad has this um, condition. It's a, um, granular corneal dystrophy. When he came back from Indonesia 15 years ago, he had to have corneal transplants, and Dr. Kazarski did the surgery. So he wanted to, to pass along to the next generation the wisdom that he had gained in treating my dad's eyes. When the examination was over, they both turned their curiosity to me. They wanted to know if my dad had passed on the dystrophy to me. We do that sort of thing, you know. We pass things on to our kids. That's why every time you go for a health checkup, 
uh, you have to spend a little bit of time filling out a, a medical history form. Uh, the doctor wants to know the health of my parents and the health of my grandparents because they've discovered um, that, that certain ailments are generational. You know, there's generational cholesterol and there's generational heart trouble and generational cancer and generational alcoholism. It's amazing the things that we pass on to our kids and we don't even realize that we're doing it. One time uh, when our oldest son, Ben, who's now 31, when he was just a baby, uh, we, we were having breakfast and, and we lived in the apartment that was uh, Larry and Ann Wilkinson's basement. And Chan uh, was in the kitchen uh, with the waffle iron. We were having waffles and I was with, with Ben in his high chair. Uh, he had the the, the little jar of blueberry baby food for breakfast. So it was a great morning. All of a sudden, while I'm uh, encouraging Ben to eat his blueberry breakfast, all of a sudden Chan just starts screaming and jumping up and down, uh, running around in the kitchen going, ow, 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 ow. Except that's not exactly the word she was using. And I'm like, as I'm covering Ben's ears, honey, the baby. And she's like, I'm so sorry. It just hurts so bad. Just because he'll be fine. Well, the very next day, Ben and I are in Walmart. I'm sure buying some more diapers and blueberry baby food. And we're in the line and I'm at the buggy. Ben is sitting in that really cool little seat right there at the buggy. And people are noticing just how cute he is in the line. And so you know how people are, they come in and they lean close and all of a sudden, out of the blue, Ben starts shouting, ow, 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 ow. Well, he turned out okay. But that story, that was a reminder to Chan and me as parents that it matters what we pass on to our kids. It matters what we say. It matters what we do. It matters how we live. You know, in our, our text today, it's a familiar passage, I think. Moses is, is he's sharing with the people. He has already given them uh, the commandments and the ordinances and uh, the statutes from God. And, and he says to, to the people, the Lord your God charged me to teach you these things to you and to your children and to your children's children so that you can all f uh, have fear of the Lord all the days of your life. He says, keep these words that I'm commanding you today. Keep them in your heart. Recite them to your children. Talk about them at home. Talk about them when you're away. Recite them uh, and, and bind them as a, as a sign on your hand. Fix them as an emblem on your forehead. Write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Like, this is a charge uh, to keep and to remember. Like whatever it takes for you to remember the important things. That's like in the, the sports world, you know? In fact, 
in the World Series the other night, I saw one of the pitchers looking inside of his hat. And it took me a moment to, to figure out what he was doing, but he's got notes in there. And I'm sure the notes go something like, don't throw the inside fastball to this guy or he'll crush it and you'll be sorry. Or you've seen the quarterback on the field looking uh, at his armband. Well, the plays are on there. He wants to make sure that he's on the same page as the wide receiver. He needs to know what play to call. I mean, it's important stuff. We've got to remember the things that are important. You know, Jesus was asked about that once. What's the most important thing? And you remember what he told them. He quoted our text. It was love. Love with all your heart and love with all your soul and love with all your might. And he says, not just God, but each other, the people around you. And he was saying this to a crowd of people that would have known that verse. They would have known it as the great commandment. This, this binding to the arm and this, this fixing to the forehead when you rise and when you lie down. Like every weekday morning, probably most of the men in that crowd, uh, they would go to synagogue to pray and they would have a, a little black leather box called a phylactery strapped to their, their forearm and, and, and strapped to their forehead. There would be a little scroll inside that leather box with this verse. Love with all your heart. Love with all your soul. Love with, with all your strength. You know, today is All Saints Day. Or it's All Saints Day Sunday for us. And it's a day of remembrance. A day of remembrance for the saints. And uh, we light a, a candle and uh, we remember our dead. We remember what they passed on to us. And you know, most often I think, when we remember, we're filled with, with joy. And, and we're, we're filled with, uh, with, with gratitude, thanksgiving. But I also know that sometimes it's not so joyful. Sometimes when we remember, we remember pain, disappointment. I think sometimes uh, even anger. And there's a disturbance in the soul with these memories that we have. And we become aware that we need help. We need um, reconciliation. We need forgiveness. We need healing. And I think it's quite appropriate that we reconcile with our past. Like reconciliation with the, the pain that, that we've created. Reconciliation with the pain that we've inherited. Uh, there's, a, there's a song that stirs me every time I hear it. When I uh, wonder about my candle, the candle that my loved ones and my friends 
will light on this day. I, I wonder what they'll remember about me. And this song inspires me, Nicole Nordeman's song uh, entitled Legacy. She says, I don't mind if you've got something nice to say about me. I enjoy an accolade like the rest of us. And you could take my picture and hang it in a gallery of all the who's who's and so and so's that used to be the best at such and such. It wouldn't matter much. I won't lie, it feels all right to see your name in lights. We all need an attaboy or girl. But in the end, I'd like to hang my hat on more besides the temporary trappings of this world. I want to leave a legacy. How will they remember me? Did I choose to love? Did I point to you enough to make a mark on things? I want to leave an offering, a child of mercy and grace who blessed your name unapologetically and leave that kind of legacy. I know that whenever we light these candles that we are about to light, that there is this potential tidal wave of emotions that we open ourselves up to every possible emotion. My dad reminded me that that's really a big part of the grieving process. So I'm glad for communion that on this day of remembering, we come to Jesus's table. This table of Jesus table of such great love, this table where Jesus says, do this, do this love in remembrance of me. Amen. Christ invites us to his table, all who love him, who earnestly repent of their sin and seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Merciful, Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not been faithful stewards of your creation. We have not loved our neighbors and we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. This proves God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. In the, In the name, name of, of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory, Glory to, to God. God. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. 
Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Almighty God, Creator of heaven and earth, God of Abraham and Sarah, God of Miriam and Moses, God of Joshua and Deborah, God of Ruth and David, God of the priests and the prophets, God of Mary and Joseph, God of the apostles and the martyrs, God of our mothers and our fathers, God of our children to all generations. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you and blessed is your son, Jesus Christ. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples and said, Drink from this all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ, Christ has died. died. Christ, Christ is, is risen. risen. Christ, Christ will, will come, come again. again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. Renew our communion with all your saints, especially those whom we have named before you. Since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, strengthen us to run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world, until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in your holy church, all honor and glory are yours, Almighty God, now and forever. Amen. And now, with the confidence of children of God, let us pray. Our, Our Father, Father, who art in heaven, heaven hallowed be thy name. Thy, thy kingdom, kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, 
forever. Amen. Because there is one loaf, we who are many are one body, for we partake of the one loaf. The bread which we break is a sharing in the body of Christ. The cup over which we give thanks is a sharing in the blood of Christ. This is the body of Christ given for you. This is the blood of Christ given for you. Amen. Amen.